Welcome back to Beauty Marks Podcast, where we talk about all things healing, how to navigate and embrace your story, and how to cultivate community. I am so glad that you're here. My name is Elizabeth Savion, and welcome to another episode of this podcast, which is holiday edition. If you are watching video, I put up a little few trees and a little Christmas tree because I know it's November, but I have already decorated for the holidays. So let me know in the comments if you have already decorated or if you are waiting till December and after Thanksgiving. I feel like it just gets you in like a holiday spirit. There's actually a scientific study that shows that if you decorate earlier, you actually feel more joy and happy. And so that is why I did it. And I'm just prepping for the holidays to come. I know we just have a few more weeks weeks left of the year. And if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Let me know what you're loving, what you would love to hear more about. And all of that helps us to grow our Beauty Marks podcast community. I also want to shout out Brendan Lynn and Cora for this amazing top. This is not sponsored, but I genuinely am not really like a bodysuits girly, but their bodysuits are amazing. So I will put all their info down below. And you want to make sure to shop small and shop um, for from small businesses for the holidays because honestly sometimes we go you know I do it I go to Target and TJ Maxx but there are also a lot of women-owned businesses that you can support locally that are creating great quality pieces um, and that you can support so make sure to do that this holiday season on today's episode, I wanted to kind of talk about a little recap of 2023 because I will be taking a break in December from posting podcast episodes, which is a little different because I have gone literally from January. No, it's been more. It's been from last year all the way until this year. I've been like a year and a half nonstop. Um, I didn't take a break this year with the podcast. So I have been pumping out episodes week after week. And so I kind of need to take a little step back, need to revamp some things. I definitely want to make sure I am mentally, emotionally showing up for you guys, creating the content and talking with the guest that will benefit and help you guys to grow and to flourish. And so to do that, I am definitely taking a little break but it is, doesn't stop from my mind to actually think about things, to actually create content. And for any creatives, you guys know that it's like your mind literally never shuts off. Like you're always thinking of ideas. I have when people ask, like, do I run out of ideas? I have a note that just is all the ideas and like content conversations and things like that. And so I'm constantly like in my notepad and just like, all right, what can I talk about next? Um, or sometimes like things that I would like to do in the future, how I can, who I would like to talk to in the future. So um, that is something that I'm constantly thinking about. But through this year, we definitely talked a lot about continuously healing. One of my top episodes this year was actually um, my healing childhood trauma episode. So that was very vulnerable, very um, honest, where I shared what had happened to me as a child, how I have healed and worked through that as an adult. And so that episode, putting it out there for other people to hear, to listen, that was one of the hardest things that I've had to do because that we like to write show like this is who I am today but a lot of us don't like to go to the past to think about the things that we've walked through and it's not I'm a huge be believer in the thought and the reminder that you are not a victim of your past there are things that we have walked through all the things that have happened in your life have 
made who you are today, but that doesn't define who you are or the person in the future that you have yet to be and all the things that you will do. And so that's why I talk a lot about that. And some people I know feel uncomfortable with the thought of talking about um, what's happened in the past because they're like, that's in the past. But all those little skeletons in the closet they do come out in some way, shape or form. And so I feel like what has brought me so much freedom this year is like, I'm the one saying my story. I'm the one that's taking um, the story that has happened and I'm making it and sharing it in the way that I want to. So no one can hold that against me. No one can put it out there. It's like, I'm the one creating that narrative. And also talking about how you can heal from whatever um, things have happened to you. So that episode was my number one episode this year. Um, and so thank you for those that shared it, that talked talked with me about things that um, have happened to you, that you were vulnerable and open, and that allowed space for other people to be vulnerable as well. The second episode that was a really top, um, high topic this year was about modern and traditional marriages. So I actually had some of my friends come on to talk about how they navigate being a modern woman or a traditional woman and how that looks like in your relationship. We talked about singleness, marriage, and dating and how that's changed over the years. And that was definitely an interesting topic. And we had um, different women that have different kind of lifestyles within their marriage and just sharing like the truth of like, you know, I shared on there that I've learned, I, I didn't grow up with that model of a um, traditional woman. So that has been something that I'm like, what do I really see my own marriage to look like? And then there were some women that were like, they were raised very traditional. So how do they come up with a balance, you know? Um, because a lot of women are working. A lot of women are doing um, different roles now in the house. And what does that look like? Is there a right or wrong way? We don't think so. I think it's all about what matters between you and your partner. But it's definitely a topic that a lot of us nowadays, especially as a mo- quote unquote modern women in um, in your 20s and 30s, like you will be hearing that and you see it on social media all the time. So you guys can check out all the episodes that I'm talking about down below and I'll be sharing a little bit more about that. Um, Also, another top episode was about getting out of your comfort zone. And I would say that 2023 starting into this year, I challenged myself to continue getting out of my comfort zone because 2022, I feel like I did so many things that I had always wanted to do, like um, dance classes, like I traveled solo, I spoke at different events. And so 2023 was continuing to do what I first started in 2022. And so this year I got out of my comfort zone in so many ways of talking about um, speaking engagements, uh, launching She Cultivates Orlando, um, continuing with workshops and different um, events for women locally, kind of trying to figure out a lot of things in dating. I talked because I, I literally got out of my comfort zone this year of finally going on the dating apps. I've been sharing a little bit about that this year. And I feel like it continued to show me areas of myself that Um, I've grown a lot, but also areas that I continuously need to work through. And so just like all of us, we're all evolving and growing. And so this year, I feel like even though I will do like an episode in January about kind of like the year in general, 
like personally, um, I just want to thank you guys for coming along the ride in 2023 with the podcast for we hit a huge milestone in the podcast. Um, we went live on video. And so thank you for all of those that supported this podcast and subscribe to this podcast, as well as I got my first sponsorship on the podcast, which was huge, which was BetterHelp. And then I got one recently as well, another one, which I will be sharing soon. So God has been so good this year in regards to the podcast, the community of showing me areas that all the dreams that I had put on my vision board about creating community, about um, doing more women's in real life, in-person events. Um, we did that. And also doing things like this, like having my own show, um, video podcast, interviewing amazing individuals that shared their story, that talked about things that they have overcome and how you can just create a new narrative for yourself. I feel like a lot of the themes also this year were about how we see ourselves and how that sometimes stops us. And that doesn't stop. It literally, I feel like you always have to be reframing the narrative that you tell yourself. You have to be very intentional about stopping the thoughts that come because like, well, technically we can't stop what we think. It's what we do and how we dwell on them. And so I feel like that part has been such a, a huge part of this year. It's like reminding yourself of what kind of life you want to create. What is the story that you're telling about the stuff that you walk through and what's stopping you from living the life that you want to do? You know, this year also, um, I was able to start acting classes and I finally did that. That's something that my 13 year old self and my 15 year old self would have loved to do in high school. Like I should have been in the theater, you know, and and done that. But I stopped myself. But it's um, interesting how the dreams that we have in our heart, even as a young child, they usually always come back in some way. And so this year, I feel like that was a huge part was like going back to the things and the dreams that I always had in my heart. So doing acting classes, that taught me so much, even for stuff that I do in front of the camera, talking in front of people. And um, I'm I'm still someone that loves to learn and all of that. So this year continued getting out of my comfort zone. And so that episode was big because I talked a little bit about how I did that and We'll continue to do that this year. And so those are just our top episodes, our top three episodes of this year. And I am just super grateful to each and every one of you guys that have come along the journey. I couldn't do this without you guys. Um, if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to this podcast because all of that helps us to grow this podcast, to continue having creating content. And if you don't know how, you can message me and I will, I will show you how. But um, a lot of people DM me and like you can use like what you DM me, you can also put it on to the Apple uh, platforms as well as Spotify and YouTube. And so our goal is to, you know, grow this podcast to a different capacity. And I know that people listen from all over the U.S. and all over the all over the world. So whatever messages that resonate with you that keep you coming back, like I I want to know and like how we can continue creating that for next year. And to wrap this episode up, I wanted to finish with a Q&A. And so I asked on my Instagram, just like kind of more of an advice or questions that you guys had. And so I will be sharing a few today on this episode. And um, the first question was, how do you know you have picked the right friend group? So how to know 
how you have picked the right friend group. And I love this question because people talk a lot about the characteristics of friends and we all wanna be that, right? Like we wanna be the kind, genuine friend. We wanna be the friend that's there and that people can count on us. We wanna be someone of integrity. Um, but how do you know that the people that you have around you are those good friends? I feel like it's the character parts of them. I feel like it's who, who the person is and also how you feel around them. Um, a lot of us, we love having like, right, we were like, oh my God, yeah, that's my friend, that's my friend. But I feel like that depth of the relationship is important to know like that you have the right friend group knowing that there's different categories of friends and I've talked about that before a lot of like there are friends that you go out with and you have a great time but you probably wouldn't tell and and your deepest darkest secrets too because you know they might tell someone and so for some people they're like okay well those are some my friends in my opinion I feel like the the levels of friendship of the people that you have around you is so important that you also want to make sure that the friendship that you have the closest are the people that you can tell things to and they won't be telling people all around you and they won't be telling all your secrets to everybody. So I feel like making sure that their words align with their actions, that they are people that are trustworthy. Um, personalities is a huge thing. We all have different personalities as friends. My friends are very different from me, but we have the same values and we have a lot of the same things that we can connect with on a deeper level. And if you're on this podcast, you know that we talk about deep connections and friendships because we can hang out with multiple people. We can have fun times with a lot of people, but it's the people that you can count on that push you and to motivate you to be better, that want to see you strive, not only for themselves, but for you. Like they want to see you win and they say your name in rooms of opportunities. They don't feel that competitiveness of like, oh, she's like doing good right now. So I have to put her down. Like, no, it's like they want to cheer you on. And I feel like that's when you know you have a good group of friends is when you are in an atmosphere and an environment where you're like, wow, like this is like a genuine place of support and care. And I know that I can come here flaws and all and in my good days and my bad days. And they're going to be there for me and they're going to be rooting for me because sometimes we have friends that are in those categories and I, and I still have them. I still have the friends that I it, you know, can just have brunch with every three months and it's great. You know, we wish each other the best, but it's not people that I would go to the next level with. Um, sometimes you have friendships also that you're kind of the mentor in the relationship. Um, sometimes you have, you know, so there's so many different friendship categories. And so I say categories because that has given me a lot of peace to know that not, that's why we have multiple friends sometimes that have and provide different things for, for both ways. And so um, I definitely feel like a true friendship is a give and take between both and you guys are both growing together. And so I hope I know that's like a long answer to that, but um, I hope that helps. And sometimes to, to I talked about this on a previous episode that to cultivate deep friendships it takes time and you have to be vulnerable and you have to go through different seasons. And so sometimes like someone that you click with right away might not be there a year, two years down the line and that relationship might shift. And so being okay with those transitions and giving it time to see where you guys are at at that level. And another question that was asked was, um, I find the healing journey to be very hard. 
when you're trying to have self-love, your self-worth. She's like, I find myself crying for four days straight and then the next day I'm completely fine as if nothing happened. Why is that? And we talk a lot about here about our healing journey and just about how it is not linear as much as we want things to be. And I think that in the beginning of when I even started dealing with my own stuff, because that's where the healing starts is with ourselves. And so when I first started, I remember I felt like a big grief. Like I was grieving the people that I felt like weren't who they said that they were. Um, I grieved the person that I was. I grieved what I lost. I grieved um, who like my reality shifted because I saw things very, very differently. And so I grieved a lot of that during my healing journey. And there were a lot of days that I would be like getting ready and I would just like start crying. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, and then there were some times that a memory would come up and I would start crying or like something would happen. And so all of this was happening through the time of healing and they would come sporadically. It would be random and over time, I realized that what it was was fully grief. It was like the stages of grief. And I think that that's necessary to bring your own closure for yourself to understand who you are today because it's like a shedding of your old self, I feel like, in healing. It's like you're becoming, with the knowledge now that you have, you're changing, you're evolving as a person, you're um, growing. And so growth is painful. And I did an episode, I think it was like two years ago, that was called Growing Pains. And it was talking about how healing has been the hardest but most worthwhile thing that I've done because it feels like I'm doing all the right things, right? Like it feels like I'm making better decisions. I'm not going back to old patterns. I'm working on my mental health. I'm making necessary changes with my environment, my people, myself. Like I'm trying to change the trajectory of my life, right? For a more positive way. But it feels so painful because what sometimes is the most painful is the most necessary to get us to the next level, but we like to take the easy route, like the 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 easy, um, uh, the easy thing that in the moment might feel good, but long term might not be the best, you know. And so, um, that reminded me that question reminded me of that episode because I remember I thought about like you know the the isolation period that I that I felt like I went through during my healing journey of feeling more lonelier than I ever had and I'm like if I'm doing the right thing like why do I feel this way and it was because my friend groups were changing the things that I allowed were, were shifting uh, the relationship that I was in for years had ended I was completely changing the direction of my life. And so it was a lot of grief involved in that. And so I want to tell you that that's very normal. But now being post like three years from like the initial start of it, I would say that it does get better. And there are definitely less days of that, even though right now, like I'm going through other different things like we all are. Um, I feel like the way that you manage it is very different over time and the decision and investment that you make on yourself, on your internal um, internal self is so worth it. And you will see the reward of that as you continue to walk through the journey of healing, um, as you continue to learn and to grow and to be around good people and all of that. So I'd hope that encourages someone. 
I know it doesn't seem like it right now, but you will learn new tools that will help you manage situations better as you continue to grow and heal. So I wish you all the best in that. And the last question, what was the hardest part of this year? And I thought that was like very random, but I think that the hardest part of this year so far, because I know I talk about like the highlights a lot, um, I think was the belief that I was capable and able to do the things that I did this year. And so I think that like the past few years I've had like that inner voice of like, you're not good enough, um, that like you you don't have the preparation for it and all of that. I think it was like constantly reminding myself that I am. So when I walked into, right, like cultivating community with She Cultivates, feeling like I belonged to be there and I needed to be in the room and I was equipped for managing it because it's technically like a business, right? And so I am more the creative, the ones with the ideas, the execution, but with the business side of it, like I'm not the best at that. And so having a team of people that are like manage that side was a huge help. And I made a lot of mistakes this year. I'm not even going to lie with the business part. I made a lot of mistakes that I learned from, but someone said the other day that I heard it was like, you fail forward. Like you, you learn from it and you're like, all right, we're going to continue. And so I feel like getting back up after certain mistakes that I did that kind of made me feel like you see that's not why like you failed at that or you didn't do that good it's because you don't know what you're doing and so I feel like combating that thought this year was the hardest and also in the dating to be honest dating for me this year it was I'm glad that I've done it and I put myself out there Um, but it just was like a whole nother game. There was days that I was like so excited. I was like, yes, I'm doing this. I'm killing it. And then other days that I'm like, what the heck is happening? Like, this is so frustrating. I hate this. I'm going to be single forever. I had many days like that. So there was, there was that balance of like challenging myself to like, believe that I was enough, that I was like, I didn't want to change who I was to be loved. And I feel like that has been my challenge this year was like, to believe that for myself that like in the places that I walk in in the relationships that I make um that I can show up like that so I feel like that was a huge thing that I've been able to work through not perfect still learning but um I would say that that was one of the hardest and honestly telling my story that was a huge part of this year um because there was a lot of stuff on the back end with family drama that happened that um I'm still working through today And so the holidays are coming up and that's part of it. But, um, you know, I'm proud of myself that I did that. And I feel like I have found like my voice and my people and what I love to do. And I'm walking in that. So I just want to share that with you guys today. Um, I hope that you guys have a great holiday week. I know it's Thanksgiving week and I know people are going to see family and you'll be eating good food and enjoy some festivities. So I hope that you are at peace. Have some joy. Take a break if you need to. Say no if you have to because I will be doing that for sure. Um, And enjoying and being in the moment because that sometimes during that time it is hard. Um, So taking those pockets where you're literally like off your phone off social media and you're just there um where with whoever you're with and sending a lot of love to those that are struggling during this time and so if you 
have any questions, have any comments for the next episode, make sure to write me at Elizabeth Sabi or at beautymarkspodcast at gmail.com. I will share all the information down below and I will see you guys next week. Sun Chips Chili Lime brings together the delicious flavors of red chili pepper and zesty lime on a satisfyingly crunchy chip for a perfect balance of citrus and spice. Made with 100% whole grains and no artificial flavors, Sun Chips Chili Lime is a snack you and your girls can feel good about eating. Sun Chips Chili Lime is sure to bring the heat to any fiesta. Grab a bag of Sun Chips Chili Lime today, available at retailers nationwide. And for my girlies that love spicy, this one is just with a little kick, but it's also great for a girls' night with some pub subs and, of course, the delicious Sun Chips. So make sure to grab a bag yourself and let me know what you think. Check out sunchips.com to find a store near you.